Hello everybody, Danny here again from the Tiro podcast and the Tiro Facebook group, Travel Industry Recruitment Opportunities. Wow, it's been another incredible month. We're seeing jobs increasing in the travel industry. We're seeing some really good people getting back into the industry. And more importantly, we're seeing the numbers in the group rising as well. And you're continuing to share those jobs, which is just fantastic. And I know it's certainly helping all our members out there. But today, it's time for another special guest. And I am really pleased to say that I've got Chris King, who is the Thunder and CEO of Lightning Travel Recruitment, which was founded back in 2019, pre-COVID. And he's had a tough couple of years, but as you can imagine, he's got brilliant experience in the travel industry recruitment. And Chris today, welcome. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming along. It's going to be a great podcast because you're going to talk about personal branding and the importance of personal branding, aren't you? I am indeed. And it's basically what my whole business is molded upon. So I'm really excited to share some tips for everyone. Excellent. Well, let's get going. I think, you know, everybody needs uh, a key personal branding message. I think it's important, obviously, to get on top of things, isn't it? So give us your tips. Absolutely. And feel free to ask questions. Um, And for anyone that's listening that wants to reach out directly for some one-to-one branding, feel free as well. You can find us on Lightning Travel Recruitment on LinkedIn and online. Perfect. So I'm going to just kind of go through point by point here. Um, And as I said, Danny, feel free to interject. the, the one main premise that your brand um, should be based upon is, especially for those of you that are still out of work, it's the one thing that you can control during all of this absolute madness that's going on. Um, your brand should be the thing that you are focusing on before your CV, uh, before anything else. It's really worth taking a day out and going, who am I? What are my values? Um, what do I want to be putting out into the world? Um, I'm a big believer in manifestation and um, doing lots of nice breathing exercises. And that's what I always advise people to do when it comes to your brand is really take some time to yourself, understand who you are. And then once you've got that starting point, we can go out into the world and brand. Excellent. So what you're saying, what you're saying is love yourself first and others will follow. A hundred percent. What you put out into the world, your tribe will follow you. Absolutely. Um, I, everyone is different. So I'm going to give kind of some generic tips, but also, um, you take, take what you need out of these tips. It's not a one, a one size fits all with branding. Um, start with brands that you like. Um, So you need to understand who your target market is. So obviously the travel industry is made up of completely different facets, everything from corporate to luxury to uh, online tour operators, hospitality, you name it. There's so much diversity within the travel industry, which is why we love it. But what the issues I've found with candidates and understanding their brand is they're trying to please everyone. And that is the biggest mistake to make when it comes to your branding. Um, you really need to understand who your target market is. It's, it's marketing 101. So when you were working in industry, you'd know who your typical client was, whether they were called Karen or Steve or, or Faye, whoever, whoever that person is. <laughs> you need to have a name for that person that you are trying to target. 
Um, so for those of you that are looking for more creative companies, start going on their Instagram feed, having a look at the content they're posting, their values, what they're interested in, who they're targeting, what words are they using, what emotions are they trying to bring out for people. Um, this can be different for every single company. You also can go on LinkedIn, look at their founders, look at the experience that they've had, how they present themselves. Now, I'm not saying do a carbon copy of those people because that's not what we want here. Um, but I want you to understand who it is that you are trying to target. Because if you're trying to target someone like Lock Hotels, who are super fun, super diverse, colorful, and you've got a corporate headshot with your arms folded in a black suit <laughs> as your LinkedIn picture, probably not gonna be a good match there. Um, so it really is about thinking who you are trying to target. Does that make sense, Danny? Yeah, certainly. And I think so, so it's obviously the key to anything in life is preparation. Um, and what you're saying there is do a little bit of online stalking, aren't you? Absolutely, absolutely. As, uh, I mean, you've spoken to a lot of recruiters and we will all be the ones that know who your ex is, where you went to a party the <laughs> night before. <laughs> we're, we're basically paid stalkers. So uh, yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid to connect with people, follow people on um, our social media and actually even ask them questions about um, feedback about your profile. People will absolutely help you right now. It's, it's kind of how you set up. Tiro Danny is it's that community support so don't be afraid to make yourself vulnerable and ask friends family or even strangers about how you come across yeah I think you're right I think you know, everybody is, is willing to help everybody at the moment and, and we've we know from the travel industry that we're such a close community um, but it's having that for some people it's having that sort of step or that leap of faith into that area because they might not be comfortable doing it Absolutely. And the fear of coming across a certain way and the need to be liked as human beings is real. I think, like I said at the beginning, it's being at peace with yourself, um, knowing that you're not going to be everyone's cup of tea um, and you're not going to get shortlisted for every single job you apply for. But if you're able to really understand who you are, understand who your market is, you'll actually start applying for less jobs and be more targeted and the success rate will go so much uh, it will go better um once you start doing that certainly so so almost you want to be the chameleon and be able to adapt to the surroundings a little bit a little bit i think it's more you want to be you want to be the giraffe <laughs> 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 you, 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 you want to stand out for the right reasons and you want to be and you want to be liked by the people that like you um there will always be poachers um but yeah you you want to if you're the giraffe you want to be uh focusing on the conservationists excellent now that uh, head and shoulders above the rest of course there we go yeah, um, and i think just on that as well um with your point about standing out um People are really scared of standing out on LinkedIn, especially. Uh, it's always been traditionally seen as a really corporate uh, environment. You don't share your personal stuff that's going on online. And God forbid you put up a picture of yourself outside of work on there. And LinkedIn is by far the number one tool uh, when it comes to getting jobs. Um, but it's not how people think. 
it's it's not the easy apply button um it's actually the algorithm um, and how wonderful the algorithm is on linkedin the power that just liking or commenting on someone's post and how much um exposure you can get from people outside of your network on there is insane um go on yeah i was gonna say yeah you're right about linkedin at the moment i think it's a once in a lifetime opportunity isn't it with everybody in the last 15 months spending so much time online it's absolutely. a huge opportunity absolutely i'm working with a lot of students at the moment um on our one-to-one sessions and they don't have linkedin they don't understand how useful it is um so we're working on branding them everything from their linkedin photos to how they're writing about their jobs um and there's a big thing on linkedin about profile photos and i always say there's some people on linkedin that have their all bar one picture that's been cut out and cropped to hide their mates and their uh, wkd <laughs> and it's like the biggest linkedin faux pas you can do um LinkedIn has actually recently introduced a video feature where you can introduce yourself, which is so cool and definitely something to do to make yourself stand out. Um, I know some people are great on video interviews. So if you're one of those people, utilize that function on LinkedIn. If you're a bit more of an introvert, then make sure that picture says everything about you. Um, smiling, no, photo, no um, sunglasses, clear background if you can, if not, you can get some uh, photo editing software and get a nice coloured background like I've got. Yeah, no, definitely. I think you, you're right. So many people do get it wrong on LinkedIn um, and it's and it's easy to rectify, isn't it? So easy to rectify. It's unreal. Um, again, ask your friends and family, does that picture um, say who I am? And it's, it's the old adage, isn't it? Does my bum look big in this? Um... <laughs> <laughs> the answer is always yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and yeah, I think oh, just a plus on that, how you interact on LinkedIn and what you post and even how you write, are you using emojis? Uh, like I use a lightning bolt emoji at the end of every single post that I do. Um, obviously that's my brand itself. Um, if you don't have a company behind you, you could just by putting a little um, smiley face emoji, it just shows that you're approachable and people will want to talk to you. Yeah, and I think the emojis aren't, like you said, they're not used enough. And there's, there's certainly for the travel industry, there's loads of travel related emojis on there that can be done. And I think people have this stigma of thinking that it's not professional enough. A hundred percent. Professional is a word that I really don't like. <laughs> um, I think it's stuck in the 90s and you just think of a, an office stuck behind a PC. Um, I, I think how you present yourself, um, the, the words you use do not have, a, sorry, I can't think of the word. Uh, it, how you present yourself on LinkedIn, it doesn't have a direct link to how good you are at job. So people want to buy from people right now. People want to employ people right now. If they don't know who you are as a human being, they're not gonna to wanna to connect with you. So if everything you're sharing and posting is almost robotic, like it's what you think that you should be posting, then really take a step back and say, what is it that I want to be posting? What am I passionate about? And comment on things that you, uh, that you question, like why? 
um, get your get your personality and your viewpoints across on LinkedIn. It's a it's a place for discussion. It's a place for community like you've said many times the travel industry is all about that and the amount of people that have got people approach them through upping their social media presence on LinkedIn is unreal and lots of jobs aren't online that's one thing that we have to remember in this industry I will have two three jobs at all times that I don't put on my website that I'm headhunting for um, and brands and companies often won't put their jobs online because they've got an idea of who they want to kind of headhunt for it as well. So just have that in the back of the mind um, that your brand and who sees it on LinkedIn is so important and can get you a job without applying. Yeah, that hidden job market, as they call it, isn't it? Absolutely. There's 30% of roles that aren't online at all times. So it's it's don't always look at what's in front of you. There's There's more out there. Good, good. Perfect. And then, yeah, in terms of just plussing on that, um, offline networking. Um, there's more than just LinkedIn. Um, I am a huge advocate for Instagram um, and how uh, there's a community on there as well. Um, and offline networking with people that you might have been talking to through the pandemic uh, on online, uh, with people that you'd just like to meet. Um, go to a hotel that you, that you might want to work at go and post a picture on their socials, tag them in it, ask to see, speak to the sales manager when you're there. Um, really get your face out there as much as possible. Um, I always will, when I have business meetings, we'll get a picture. Um, if I'm out with industry friends, we'll put it on LinkedIn, put it on um, Instagram, and people will start following you and engaging with your content if they know that other person. Um, so it really builds your network and your brand following as well. No, definitely. Like you said, you use your use your your contact, use your 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 network to to spread your yourself even further, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. And people like the travel industry love meeting up. We all know we love a drink. Um, <laughs> we we all know we love a social event. So get a group together, get some snaps, be visible. Um, if you're just applying to jobs on LinkedIn or just liking other people's posts on on Instagram, you're not going to get seen. Um, it's about engaging, being present, and being there. Good. Is is there is there a line that you shouldn't cross? You know, is there an area that would be too over familiar and bad branding? Um, I, or is I, all branding good? I don't want to say all publicity is is good publicity. Yeah. Um, I mean. Honestly, I don't know if you saw during the pandemic when uh, there were CEOs that took over their social media accounts for the business because there was no longer social media managers. Um, that's what not to do. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's making sure that your brand is consistent more than anything. So if if I posted a picture of me in a black suit, for example, people would be like, well, hang on a second. You've been preaching about being yourself, being colourful, being, being your own person. That doesn't match. Yeah. So I think it's consistency and, again, understanding who your target market is. Okay, no, that's good. That's, that, that's nice and clear. And, again, it, it, it all stems back to preparation and understanding what you are, who you are, and where you want to be and, and go, isn't it? Absolutely. And on that point, actually, it's not just you and the visible you that is your brand. Your brand extends to your CV. Um, now, I have seen people that have amazing brands online and they will send me their cv 
and I have to take a few seconds to not say what I want to say. <laughs> it's it's like um, thinking you're going to view a Ferrari and a Ford Escort turns up. Um, that's the best analogy I can think of. It will be a word CV with regurgitated job spec um, and nothing about the person in front of me. Um, so your CV needs to match the brand that you put out there. Okay, good. If there is a mismatch, hiring managers will be like, well, something's not right here. Obviously, someone's done your branding for you or someone's written your CV for you. There's, there's, they will question it and it can affect you in a hiring process. Um, with CVs, again, CVs do not need to be necessarily Word documents. They really don't. Um, I'm not saying you need all singing, all dancing, colourful ones. You can if you want. But again, it's different per job. The, the biggest mistake people make about their branding on their CV is not including personal facts about them. When you're looking at CVs all day, every day, and you see phrases like, I'm a hardworking individual, um, I thrive under pressure, it's just buzz phrases. Yeah. I want to know if you're a if you're a plant parent i want to know how many countries you've traveled to i want to know if you appeared on a tv show <laughs> just something to make yourself stand out it can be one line in there just to give it a pop and it's then a conversation starter i've had i've had candidates that have literally got an interview well not just because of this but the first question they were asking in an interview is about those plants that they've got <laughs> and how many they've got or about their dog and what breed it is. People thrive off of people. So if you are consistently getting no's based on your CV, do have a look at making it personal. Um, and also, am I allowed to swear on here, Danny? <laughs> Um, well, I don't think we have any children listening, so okay, as, long as, cool. as long as it's moderate and not, not, not extreme. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's, it's moderate. So I live by the mantra of fuck being humble. <laughs> and that in itself is such an empowering thing. We as humans don't like shouting about what our achievements are and what we're good at. Now, your brand on your CV is actually saying, right, here's a menu. I'm looking at this, what do I like on here? What do I want to highlight? And what you want to highlight is three key facts about what you have smashed out of the park. Um, and that feeds into your brand. Excellent. I like that. I like the fact that the CV is your menu. I like that. That's a great way of looking at it. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, like I said, you can utilize things like Canva. Um, it has some great kind of um, templates of CVs, you don't just have to have one CV. You can have one brand that's focused more towards startups. Uh, you can have another brand that's focused more towards sustainable businesses, whatever you need. Um, you don't just need to have that one CV. You can have brand, you can have sub brands within your brand. Yeah, I think it's more important now that you do have, certainly if you're looking for jobs outside of the travel industry as well, you certainly need to have a, a more than one CV that you can, you can, adapt constantly um, to each role. Don't just keep sending the same CV off and off. And then uh, you need to sort of almost drill it down and make it specific for that, for that particular role. And I think, you know, like you said, bring it to life, aren't you? Yeah, I think it's a plus on that. It's 
if you understand your brand, you shouldn't need to keep editing that CV per role. You should have your main CV that is doing well in the roles that you're applying for because you know those brands. Okay. Um, you then have your sub brands that will be more specialist and home in on certain areas of your brand. Um, but if you've got a CV that you have to edit for 30, 40 minutes for every role that you're applying for, you've got a problem. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I think at the end of the day, it should be a tweak, shouldn't it? More than a, than a full edit. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, yeah, on that, I think my last really quick point is there's no correlation between how you look and present yourself and your ability to do a good job. And there's the big discussion at the moment about going back to working in the office, working from home, hybrid working. I won't go into that. Don't worry, Danny. <laughs> <laughs> um, but people hid behind their suit aesthetic and their corporate aesthetic before. They, they felt they had to look a certain type of way. And I just really want to empower everyone here that your brand inside and outside of work does not have to be different. It really doesn't. If you're going into the office and you are having to be a different version of yourself, that is not healthy. That is not what you should be doing. Um, you want to find companies that value you for yourself as a human being. So again, if your brand is wearing a cardigan and having your hair down, then do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think at the end of the day, certainly in the last 20 odd years, um, you know, the, the, the industry alone, the travel industry alone has changed massively where people would be turning up to, to meetings and shirt and ties and suits and, and everything else. Whereas now it's, it, it's certainly still business attire, but that business attire that doesn't necessarily mean to be a tie anymore. Or if we go back even further, you know, when did everybody stop wearing hats? <laughs> you know, when we go back to 1920s, 1930s, everybody wore a hat. But now nobody wears a hat to work, you know, so so it does. It's evolving, isn't it? And as long as you evolve with it, but within your own style of branding, that's going to be key, isn't it? A hundred percent. So again, it's consistency. Um, if if you present yourself in, in person, I mean, I'm a good example. So I, I, I present as non-binary. So I'm often in dresses and colourful clothes and very noticeable. If, if I rocked up on LinkedIn with a, a black and white profile and a black and white CV, it just wouldn't work. Yeah. Um, so again, it's making sure your CV matches you as a person, which matches your LinkedIn, which matches the way you're writing, the way you're communicating with people and almost your social media outside of work as well. It all needs to link. Brilliant. And as you said, Chris, there, there are some really fantastic tools on the internet now that you can use, like some Canva, and, and there's some um, videoing tools out there if you want to do a video CV, or a, you've got the creator mode on LinkedIn now, which allows you to do that profile video, which I'm guilty of, I haven't done yet, and I will be getting around to doing it um, at some point, so there will be a video on my LinkedIn if anybody wants to look at it. Um, but if you do want to find out more from Chris, you can, of course, go to the website, which is... Um, lightningtravelrecruitment.com um, register and upload your cv onto there as well follow chris on linkedin you can also chris is in the tiro group so you can interact with him via the facebook group there as well um it's been really really interesting talking to you this uh, today chris about the, the personal branding and i think the key thing here is personal isn't it 
don't be the same as everybody else. Absolutely. Be yourself. Love yourselves. Be nice to everyone else. And yeah, if you want to follow us on Instagram as well, we're very active and you can see exactly what I mean by personal branding on there. <laughs> Excellent. So once again, thanks everybody for listening. Um, keep sharing those jobs in the TRO Facebook group and keep adding your friends and colleagues and peers. Uh, we will get through this. We will get back into the travel industry and it will return um, to what it was pre-COVID. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Danny.